Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. It's TJ Pinger, Brendan Sinone, and as you guys saw on Tuesday, a fill-in for Ben, who passed away, didn't really pass away, but like is not right, with us in this state. He went to Colorado this week. So Elliot, sitting in with us again, your second time on the show, first returning guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had six, seven guests. I don't know. I can't count that high. But thanks for joining us again for this review. If you guys haven't, go follow us on social media, Bourbon on a Budget. You can find us on Instagram. Brendan runs a TikTok. There's Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all the Wait, things. Wait, Brendan runs a TikTok? Yeah. This is yeah, a new development since you've been here. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, you got to go see that. I to, go yeah, see I do that. need to check that. <laughs> the, the, weird, the weirdest stuff, apparently in TikTok, you just put really weird stuff on there, and it, it blows up. And that's what I've learned is just the weirder, the better, which I think is in my wheelhouse perfectly. The guy that designed this logo in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen, his son is like nine years old, and he put it in our group chat the other day. He was like, yeah, my son posted a video of like a water bottle falling over, and it's got like 375,000 views and 60,000 likes. And I'm just like, I'm over here struggling to like have my own family like add me back on Facebook, like let alone, <laughs> you know, get millions of people to like. But yes, so – I think your point is valid, Brennan. Like the dumber it is on TikTok, like the better it does. Just call the nine-year-old kid dumb. The video of the water bottle falling uh, over was okay. certainly a dumb <laughs> thing to like. Gotcha. All right, it's review time. Tell us what we're reviewing, Brennan. Now that we've Woo! killed two minutes of these people's lives. All right. Well, this is an absolute banger. One of the early ones that got me to fall absolutely in love with bourbon. Harder to find now. This is Colonel E. H. Taylor. Uh, it is from, it's a straight bourbon. Oh, God, I almost put on a really expensive bottle and broke both. That would have been bad. It is from the Buffalo Trace Distillery. It is a bottle and bond bourbon, technically. We sampled this back when we did the bottle and bond tournament, but but this is a fair, full, focused review, right? So it's 100 proof. It is aged 10 years. The mash bill not disclosed. It is believed to be Buffalo Trace's uh, number one mash bill, which is lower amount of rye, so very high corn mash bill the msrp is about 40 dollars, but like so many buffalo trace products getting harder and harder to find especially at that price online you see that about 120 dollars. i scored my first one for 45 dollars, and i got another one for 50 and then my third one i got which i no longer have three i just have two but this one specifically here costco like at 38 dollars. can't go wrong can't beat that yeah it did win that Ball and Bond tournament against, do you remember all of them, Brendan? And then we'll roll We had this. Henry McKenna, McKenna? Ball and Bond, which is also a 10-year-old. We had Early Times. Early times. Then we had Ben's favorite, that nasty, oh, nutty. Old Tub. Um, uh, old Tub. Old yeah, tub. Old Tub. It tasted like an Old Tub. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that we're finally reviewing this tonight because if something wins a tournament, we should review it. Mm-hmm. I agree totally. So uh, this is one that I love. And uh, we mentioned it's the Buffalo Trace line. Elliot, do you think it's fair to call this like a grown-up version, more or less, of Eagle Rare Buffalo Trace? 
it's definitely got a little more bite than evil rare for sure i, mm -hmm. I definitely think growing up in the sense that you probably would find non-bourbon drinkers take to evil rare more than this right. early on just because i think evil rare yeah it's probably a little more mellow mm -hmm. it's like the next step if you're if you like buffalo trace and if you like evil rare i agree i think this is it is the same mash bill it's just age a little bit longer and proofed up a little bit higher so this is a good if you like those two i think this is what you should pursue and look for in your journey as you continue to, to try to explore the buffalo trace line um all right are you nose a little bit elliot you want to go first and talk to us about the nose yeah, on this thing guess first one day all three of us like ben and I, I enjoy having elliot here but it's been a while since ben tj and i have all been together it's like a month do you get the um and I, this is going to sound awful in a way, but you get that little bit of gasoline burn. Yeah, there's there's definitely. I, I was starting to think like, do I have COVID? And like every nothing smells like it's just gas. Like it's, it there's more. There's more with it. Like there's I, more with it. But there's certain bourbons yeah. that, and I happened this week to me. I know something else, and it was like, oh, yeah. It almost singes your nostril hairs. This one gets you a little bit. I was thinking. I hope somebody else says this before me because they're just going to think I have something. But I was going to be nice and say peppery. It's very peppery is what I was going to say. It's got a nice nose, though. I mean, after you get past a little bit of a burn. Yeah, uh, it, it hits a lot of like a lot of like I can think of like three or four different fruits that are like kind of popping up in my mind. And none of them are like that similar. You get the cherries, you get like an apple freshness, you get a little citrusy too. Um, kind of floral as well. Then like a lot of baking spices, confectioner stuff like this is. It's kind of all over the place for me and in a nice way. Like, it's all pleasant. There's just a lot going on in here. It's like a, a sweetness oh. and a spice, like a sweetness and a burn. Go ahead, Elliot. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, I get a little more like the toffee caramel vanilla. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That That's kind of when you say the confectioner's uh, blend there. I, I get that. Yeah, toffee's uh, a good note because I got that as soon as you were like right before you said that. That's funny. That, that went in my mind, too. There's a lot going on in the nose. I'm... I haven't, it's been a while since I've sat down and actually like did my sniffing in a bourbon, but um, this is complex. What about the taste? Let's see. Ellie, I'll let you go first because I haven't sipped it yet. Tastes like crap. <laughs> is that good enough? That's a part. You would you like a would you like to do this once a week? Because that just sounded like Ben. Um, <laughs> I like you know. And this is probably better for later in the discussion, but you keep getting I I get um, distorted by what's happened with the pricing on it, you know. And you got to kind of go back and realize what it what it sells for and judge it by that, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. And so I mean, it's very tasty. I mean, it it's a really like Brent said, it's a really good bourbon. It is. I man, I remember. It's when I first got into like this was three or four years ago into bourbon, like this was readily available. Do you remember the, um, the rye, their rye was all over the place. Every now and then on a single barrel, like it was readily available just three or four years ago. When was the last time you saw it in a store here in town? Years. Yeah. I mean, five years at least. I found but a single barrel at that dusty, um, that one up in almost like Havana. It was like a dusty store, that package. I found uh -huh. a single barrel there like four years ago and I was freaking out cause I knew how yeah. rare it was. Um, but never again. It's it's got a lot of flavor. It's it's not a. I don't find it to be a thick bourbon. It's still kind of thin in the sense that of how it feels, mouthfeel. But it's definitely packs a punch. It's not a. It's not thin in flavor. 
uh, very much. And that that heat that you talked about on the nose, man, like I got that initially with the the palate, like that kind of hits you in the face. And now after getting two or three or in the mouth, I should say, but I don't want to say hit you in the mouth. No, should I? <laughs> it's fine. Here we are. Uh, as you kind of settle in a little bit, it is very sweet to me in very pleasant ways. Brown sugar, uh, apples, but it also has like a little bit of citrus zestiness as well. So, uh, so far it's, it's pleasant to be and pretty much like once you get used to both the, the spice on the nose and the palate, like it, it starts opening up to something nice. Uh, TJ, what, what about you? What are you getting? Yeah, I'm definitely getting, I mean, just your classic sweetness of, you know, caramel and oak and, and things that you get it like in bourbon. But yeah, I definitely get some of the um some of the apple we talked about, which has been a common theme with a lot of Buffalo Traces products. I mean, For that sure. is not something that like is gonna shock anybody, just like we kind of talk about banana with the brown foreman line. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the apple is there. And then I'll I'll take it right in the finish. I mean, I think it finishes well. We we talked about when Joe was on last week with Ben. Ben like craps on every finish and like rates it lower than it really should, but I think it finishes stronger than a lot of the things that we have. Obviously, being the 100 proof helps that. But um, some of the spice comes back in in the finish. Cinnamony. The, yeah. the um, It holds on. It hugs you for a long time, you know? So I, I think it finishes very well also. So sorry, Yeah, I sorry think there's a lot of – be here. <laughs> no, there's a lot of spice on the finish, a lot of, you know, a little bit more tingly, peppery, you know, on the finish. But like you said, it lasts. Mm-hmm. You know, you get it. You get a good taste for you know, good 10, 15 seconds after you Definitely. swallow it, so you can still taste it. Yeah. Mm. All right. I had to take one more sip. Sorry. All right, let's rate it. Um, I tried to rate it a little earlier, a few minutes ago, but we're gonna try and rate it this time. If you are new to us, if you've not watched in a while, or just need a refresher, we give two points or ten points: two for the nose, four for the taste, one for finish. One for cohesiveness and complexity, and then two for value. Um, value can get tricky because this is a bottle that is almost impossible to find these days. Um, and so, you know, availability sometimes hurts it in a value sense. But if you can get it at retail, you know, we'd probably score this like an eight or a nine at, at, a, at a value score. So, anyway, uh, Elliot, I'll let you go first again. Guest of honor, you get two points for the nose. I like the nose a lot, but that little bit of burning, I'll knock it down a little. Um, I'll go 1.5 on the Nailed nose. It. Nailed it. Perfect. That's what I was going to go with, too, for the same exact reasons. Pretty, a lot going on, uh, but that little bit of burn, a little bit of spice takes a while to kind of uh, get you familiarized with it. So, yeah, 1.5. Not a perfect nose, but a damn good one. I'm with you. Yeah, you have to kind of, like, weed through it. It takes it a mm-hmm. minute to get there. Um I'm going to go 1.25. I'm just a tad lower than you guys. Um, it's still really good. I had it at 1.5 and then knocked it down just a bit for the uh, for for the burn. So still pretty close. Uh, Brendan, I'll start with you for taste. Four points. I think the taste is pretty exquisite. Again, there's that little bit of burn early on, but man, the sweetness. And if we're just trying to think of this in a vacuum without thinking of getting to the value part yet, if you're just saying, hey, here's a bourbon, you're pouring it for someone, it's got a little bit of heat, but then it opens up into something that is sweet and spicy and a little floral too. Uh, there's a lot going on, a lot of complexity, but still cohesive. I'm going to give it a three. I'm going to give it a three. I really like it. Three out of four for me. I like it. Elliot, four points. I hate that. Because I'm going to go with the three too. I don't know why you – I don't <laughs> know why it's a bad – 
I don't know why it's a bad thing to echo somebody else's score, but immediately you feel dirty. I, it's, ben it's and I had like because they go ahead. I was gonna say Ben. Ben and I had one where we were just going like back and forth, ping ponging, and it, it's like when you can't order the same thing as someone else just ordered at a restaurant. Right. If they order the same thing, you yeah. just can't do it. It is. I was I, I was thinking two seven five just because to me it's um it's it it's not a bourbon that like is uniquely stands out to you you know like mm -hmm. so if you're gonna rate it among all bourbons it's it's got you know like you said it's got a pretty familiar profile in some ways so but very, I, very I think bourbony it, very bourbony very bourbony but yeah <laughs> I, I think a th i think a three is fair i'd say it's very bourbony and has some whiskey notes on the uh, <laughs> on the back end That's um, alcohol feeling to it yeah <laughs> it's brown um Man, I don't want to be by you like you guys, but I yeah, I'm gonna go with the three as well is what I had for it. Um really, really good. Not like out of this world, so it's tough to go much over a three, which is kind of what we reserve that for, but you know, we'll all just hate each other for picking the same score. Um, Brendan, start us off again with the finish. One point. Out of one. Uh, I will go 0.75. It's certainly above average. It's pretty great i don't know if it's an elite finish but there's a lot to like about this it stays with you sticks with you uh, it's still has some complexity going down so i'm gonna go 0.75 of you guys if anyone wanted to throw out a one I i'm not gonna yell at you though if you said it was pretty close to perfect for a finish uh elliot is it perfect to you no um when you guys institute the beyond quarter points i would have found somewhere between uh Point five and point seven five. Eight seven five. <laughs> oh, no, no, can't go anymore. I already have moved off it enough it's to go so for hard with the But math. Brandon kind of swayed me from point five to point seven five. So I'll go with point seven five. Peer pressure. <laughs> so I'm gonna give this a one, and I'm gonna I'm gonna Whoa. say that it's, that it's not perfect, but that it's closer to a one than a than a point seven five, and so I'm rounding up. Like, you know, I'm not gonna say it's the perfect finish. Uh, but I will give it the the full point here. Uh, cohesiveness and complexity. I'll let Elliot go first. Elliot, it's a two points. It's like ETA. It's a one pointer. One pointer. Oh, it's a one pointer. So it's like I'm half go, point for each. It's got to go one. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I, it's got a lot on the nose, a lot on the taste. It's got a good finish. I think it's it's really it's got everything that in that category that only gets one point to get the one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> Um, Same way, Brendan? Uh, with, yep, perfect. Uh, it's cohesive. It's complex. It's tough to do both of those at the same time sometimes, but this nails it really good. Uh, make it three in a row. I'll, I'll go with the same All thing. Right. Um, bringing our scores before value Last. to a an monster. even across the board we got there different ways boys but 6.25 for all of us out of eight wow um, which is kind of cool like we you know yeah. got there different, all different ways, ways. But, but all found the same ending point so um all right so you get two points for value understanding that this is a this small batch is a it's 45 dollars retail if i'm if i'm correct um yeah. 100 yeah. proof but but pretty hard to find mm -hmm. um for those that are interested, which somebody commented that, that they like when we mentioned this, um, secondary is is probably ninety to hundred bucks, right? Yeah. So, if you want to find um, it online, one twenty seems fairly yeah. standard. So, all of that kind of considered, it's a forty five dollar bottle, but it's hard to find. Blah, blah blah. You get two points for value, Brendan. Start us off. All right, real quick, just for context and perspective, especially for Elliot here. 
the 6.25 uh, composite that we have on this going into value, I think the only bourbon that has ever been higher before you get into price is the Smoke Wagon Small Batch, which I know Elliot is quite a fan of. So, yeah. Which, <laughs> which was also 6.25 for Ben and I, but Brendan mm-hmm. is... I was a homer. Uh, partial. Yeah, yeah like, I was a homer. Nice. I was, really, I was, I was, gas, I was we gassing We used the word for it. We used a word for it before we got recorded. Uh, but yeah, like uh, oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know we did that. <laughs> um, but I would say in a vacuum that the small batch of Smoke Wagon uh, pushes this one, the E.H. Taylor here. Uh, I, never mind. I'm getting off. I'm comparing to other bourbons. Let's focus on the E.H. Taylor here. So we all really like this. It's a high quality bourbon. It is a quintessential bourbon and is extremely, oh, sorry. TJ just started deleting everything on the back end of this and it really freaked me out. Um, and I was watching all the numbers go, it distracted me, sorry but this is, stress. but it's extremely <laughs> bourbon-y. Like I said, like, it's not super distinct, but it is really good. And it's what a good, it takes everything that's good about bourbon and just amplifies it, which I love. I'm grading this and thinking of this with the value perspective of like that. I've been able to find it at a relatively decent price every time I purchased it. And I'm kind of milking it because I know I can't find it anymore for that. If this was the old 40 to $45 price range, even 50, like to me, this is a two. However, because we can't find it that readily, uh, it's not that readily available. Can't find it that easily. It's still really good, but I'm going to say a one out of two. Uh, a Ooh. long meandering uh, way for me to say a one a one out of two, just because it's just it's so hard to find and it, that sucks. Seven two five is not a bad score though that Brendan comes up with. All right, Elliot, you get two points for value here. I, you know, I get all those things about finding it and all that, and like you said, Brendan, you found it enough. TJ, yeah. you found it occasionally. It's it's a small batch, so it's not like it's uh, the barrel proof or, or you know the four grain or the season wood. So um, I'm, I'm going one seven five just because I think, I think, you know, for I'm going, I'm judging it on the $45 range. I'm sorry, because I think you can find it and not readily, but it's weird. It's usually those stores that are off the beaten path that have it. I found one. It was a few years ago, but it was at one of those stores and it was marked at MSRP. So, you know, it's and it comes with a cool tube it is gotta get something for a tube right i'm gonna hold up the bottle again so it's really kind of classic looking like it's got the yellow label it's got the old dude on it it just it looks so that's actually each taylor he looks like my friend wayne's dad (laughs) (laughs) he looks like mr mcgahee you're talking about yourself Uh, hey. I did not come into tonight thinking I was going as high as eight. I was gonna like I was telling myself I'm gonna be the guy on the podcast who's gonna bash that's, H. Taylor that's because it's highest. way more popular than it should be. It should not be a hundred bucks for this bottle. This is a great small batch, and it should be fifty like it is. So, I was just, what would you pay for, Elliot? Say you haven't been able to find it in a couple years. Say it's been two years. You've been out of it, and you go into a store and you see it there. What would be a price for you that you'd say is reasonable to, to throw some money down on for it, to, to add it back to your collection? Uh, I'm not a good judge because I'm an idiot. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there I'm buying it. Like, that's the problem. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I don't think – I mean, I think realistically 65 is a, mm-hmm. is a ceiling for this one. Yeah, you know, really to, was, to say, say that 60. you yeah. – Yeah, yeah I thought about 62, Brandon, but I, I think – 65 for what it is, you could get away with what people are charging for other stuff that's not mm-hmm. as good these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it would be hard for me to pull 100 for it. Yeah. Um, agreed. 
I'm gonna split you guys. I uh, I had this at a 1.5 for kind of the same reason Brendan did, but like my thinking or my rationale was that if this was readily available, it'd be a two. Um, but because it's not, I knocked half a point. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how I came up with mine. Um, Elliot's score, I believe, is the second highest total score that we've ever had. Now, but show. you can't judge, you have to judge by <laughs> my scores, how I, you know, you can't throw me with everybody else's palette because that's not an apples to apples comparison. I'm going to so go ahead. A red so apple, there's apples in this class. So apple. your last one, so you gave um, Russell single barrel, the store pick, 625. So you jumped That is a, a blatant lie. Pull up the tape. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brendan gave Smoke Wagon Small Batch an 875. My God. Oh, my God. Did I really? I mean, yeah. it's a pretty close to elite uh, bourbon for the price. It doesn't get I, a lot better than that at 50 bucks. And you can actually gave, kind of um, find it online. Yeah. I gave Sazerac Rye an eight. And then tonight's eight is the, uh, the third eight that's ever been had. I, I ain't mad at you, Elliot. Like, I think that's reasonable. I think it's extremely reasonable. It's a really great bourbon for the price if you can find it. And yeah. and you can find it occasionally. What, didn't Ben find it at a Ben Walmart found it recently? at Walmart. Yeah, 40 Like bucks, a month ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like you can find it. Yeah, that's the yeah. one I was going to give to Elliot. Um, when he because he ran out, so thank, <laughs> now thank if ben you find that, <laughs> if you can, I still think the best of the line is the barrel proof. And I have never find, seen that. Never found uh, it in the wild. I, 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 if you can find a barrel proof, that one's worth splurging on. If you have your, I, I think the barrel proof is even at overpriced MSRP is a better deal than the four, uh, the four grain and mm-hmm. the season wood and all the ones that are going for eight, 900 bucks because they're rare releases. Mm-hmm. The barrel proof is it, it's one of the top, top bourbons out there. I think. Can you, the seasoned wood, can you liken that to anything else? Can you, like, is there anything that like people, <sighs> I drank like these maker's stave profiles? <laughs> I drank it like, so long ago. I can't tell you. I, I remember that I didn't think it was like, okay, I got to go buy another $800 bottle. I didn't pay that for it. So let's qualify that first. <laughs> but <laughs> where it's at now, I was like, no, I'm not spending 800 for that. So, um, but I remember liking a lot but not like being blown away for it Um, but the barrel proof will blow you away and they come and even almost every different uh proof i've had of it is is so good Mm, definitely something to look out for um so i think we'd all agree on this a lot of times we ask if you see this out in the wild especially in msrp definitely pick it up it's a little bit over probably still worth picking it up if it goes over 100, it's probably not because you can just get on the secondary market for less. But yeah, if you can find this, definitely go grab it. Any closing thoughts, guys, or you want to wrap this up and get out of here? I remember going on a Facebook, a Tallahassee Facebook group again three or four years ago when I saw this at ABC at $45, the very first time I ever saw it. I asked, is this worth it at this price? Everyone was like, yes, absolutely. Uh, little did we all know, it'd probably be the last time it was ever at that ABC because it's now an ABC's vault. So you're not, yeah. not going to see it in person. Um, I think, we, sorry. Good. I think I like it a little better than the single barrel, to be obvious. To be honest, the uh, E.H. Taylor single barrel. I like the small batch a little better. I think I agree too. I guess with the single barrel, single barrel, the the mileage will vary. And I've had the chance to try two different ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, one I really liked. The other one was like it wasn't bad by any means. But for the price, when you're saying that single barrel, you're probably going to find sixty five, seventy dollars if you get it at MSRP. Uh, this one for twenty bucks cheaper. I'm with you, man. Uh, I'm with you entirely. 
I know you don't want to delay this much longer because it's running long, but Brendan, have you thrown away the tube? You don't store it in the tube? You got rid of the tube? What's the story? I started, because I buy scotches too, so I was keeping yeah. all the tubes, and my wife was like, what are you doing with all these tubes? So I got I got rid of all So of you're them. not even storing the bottle in the tube and then throwing them both away when you're done? I have the one bottle of them stored in the tube that has not been opened yet, but the one that okay. has been opened, the, the tube, when, I don't know, I, I just, I have so much bourbon spilling all over the house anyways i can't justify adding empty cardboard to the mix too <laughs> it's just for bourbon it's not a scotch person bourbon it's rarer to have stuff in tubes yes very but much scotch so. it's more normal yeah mm -hmm. i like the tubes they don't fit in my cabinet my, they don't fit in my bourbon cabinet so yeah. i do have to throw away but i do like the tubes um the it e. keeps you a mystery like of how much you actually have left you know it's oh, like that's yeah, true. That's a good it's point. like you're sitting there like oh great and then you take it out of the tube you're like damn there's only like a pour left and it does yeah. add to an extra part of like opening it, like when you first get it, and it's like it's just yeah. one extra. Yeah, people like, over. People oh, over. that too. Oh, just, look at this. It gives <laughs> it like that little Christmassy, like opening up a pack. You know, it's got that little like birthday present kind of vibe. Too. On the other so, side, though, the tube looks identical to the bottle. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's so, the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're getting the feeling with the bottle without the tube anyway. Brendan just like left as we're no. up. Oh, okay. I thought he was like, get up and leave it. I was oh, like, we're we gonna wrap the show up or what's going Bye, on? Guys. Yeah, it's just a tube. It's the same as the oh uh, yeah, it's like people you listening, you're not gonna be able to see it or hear it. Well, you could hear it, but you can't see it. Okay, so if you see the coloring on it, that's the difference in the H Taylors. They changed the text color from that's more of an orange. The barrel proof is green. So oh, if you see okay. the green writing, go mm. after it. Go grab it. Yes. Um, does this get this gets added to the? Do we officially add this to the big board because Ben wasn't here? Like, is this allowed? Uh, it's allowed. Seven point. Yeah. Did it make it? What did it knock off back there? So it's seven point three three. I have to guess we're gonna have to do. The, oh man, High West Double Rye. We may need Ben to do this just so TJ doesn't throw a temper tantrum that High West Double Rye <laughs> got knocked. I don't care. Uh, High West Double Rye. Well, it's on. the same exact thing. It's the same exact thing. So you just have to add to the big board. It's the so same 7.33. 7 Let's hang on. High West was, well, what, what is officially here? This is fine. I just looked. I'm telling you. It was 3.33 also? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, man. I don't know. All right. I give ben, High West a, another quarter point just to oh. help out. Yeah, you went, uh, six, there. Yeah, you, you went low on purpose. For the I haven't been, but I do hear, sorry, just off on tangent, if you get a chance to go to High West, I heard it's absolutely phenomenal. Same, same here. I, Ditto. I want to go yep. so bad. I had a co-worker out there in January when they released Burai, and I had her pick me up a bottle of it, which was only a Utah release this year. So that okay. was what we talked about allocations and stuff in the first episode. But uh, yeah, I want to go so bad. She said it was the coolest place they went the whole trip. Like They're like skiing out there in Colorado, and they're like, yeah, yeah High West is amazing. Especially a beautiful distillery. And I love their juice as well. So we've, we've yeah. obviously given them plenty of love on here. So, all right. Thanks for hanging out tonight, Elliot. Thanks for joining us again for both episodes. Mm -hmm. um, Reminder, this is Bourbon on a Budget. Go back and listen to Tuesday's episode or watch it if that's where you're at. You can interact with us on social media. We enjoy it. We will see you guys next week. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.